Boston, Massachusetts. The city's Back Bay District is an upscale area, unaccustomed to violent crime. At 12.30 a.m. on October 2nd, 1987, in one Back Bay apartment building, Meredith Falcone and her cousin were locked in an argument. He had threatened her and she was trying to get him to leave. She feared he wouldn't go away, but instead grow angrier. She called 911. 911, this call is recorded. What is your emergency? The emergency operator dispatched two police vehicles to the scene. Within minutes, the first squad car arrived at the apartment building. It seemed a fairly routine call for officers George Torres and Chris Rogers. They rang Meredith Falcone on the intercom. But there was a problem with her front door release buzzer, according to Officer Torres. She came over the speaker at the intercom and stated to us that her buzzer doesn't work to ring somebody else's to let, let us in. In the background, while she was talking, we could hear some commotion, so we knew that there was something going on inside the apartment. Then two more officers, William Kennedy and Roy Sergi, arrived on the scene. So far, none of the tenants had responded to buzz them in. So the officers decided to split up. We took the standard procedure that two of us would cover the back and two would stay in front. At that point, Officer Rogers and myself proceeded to the back. Therese and Rogers searched for another way into the building. We look into a little alcove behind the building and we see a male up against the, the side of the wall, sort of trying to hide. Perhaps it was the cousin the caller had mentioned. I asked them to come towards me uh, to find out what's going on. The fence's gate was padlocked. Over the fence. I told him to climb over the fence towards my side. As he put his feet on the ground, he attempted to flee. At that point, I grabbed him and I started the pat-down procedure. Once I put my hands on his shoulders, he shoved me. God instinct told me that he had a gun. Therese was hit. The man kept firing at Officer Rogers. Then chased Therese. Rogers couldn't get a clean shot. By then, Kennedy and Sergi had come to the side. Officer Sergi had been shot, too. Though injured, Therese tried to assist Roy Sergi. Kennedy chased the suspect for several blocks. 
but he had disappeared into the Boston night. As I knelt over him and leaned over, I noticed that there was blood coming out of my left arm and the left side of my chest. And at that point, I knew that I was hit several times. Rogers called for backup and emergency personnel. I felt the pain, the burning sensation. I started to uh, gasp for air a little. At that point, I knew that something had gone through my lung. Boston Dispatch put out the call that all police dread hearing. Officers down. Every available unit responded. In a matter of minutes, the normally quiet Back Bay District was swarming with emergency vehicles. Both critically wounded, officers Roy Sergi and George Torres were rushed to the hospital. Detectives interviewed officers Rogers and Kennedy. They explained what happened and said the assailant was an Asian male about 30 years old, of average height and with a muscular build. The description of the gunman differed from that of Meredith Falcone's cousin, the man who had started the domestic disturbance in the building. Officer Kennedy, a trained sniper, felt certain he shot the gunman as he fled, but no blood was found in that area. The injured officers had sustained three bullet wounds each, including life-threatening chest wounds. They were losing blood fast. Medical personnel struggled to stabilize them for emergency surgery. At the crime scene, forensic technicians began processing the area where the gunfight took place. It was littered with shell casings, bullet fragments, and blood. Detailing the placement of each item would help reconstruct exactly who fired when. Blocks away, they recovered an ammunition clip from a handgun, believed to be dropped by the gunman. It was a 15-round clip from a 9mm Sig Sauer semi-automatic. And it was empty. If it was the gunman's, they hoped to find fingerprints or some other forensic evidence that might lead them to him. In the lab, they would lift one partial print, but it was not enough for any comparison. Police issued a citywide alert for the suspect. They searched all of the Back Bay District and beyond. But that night, they found no sign of the gunman.